0: Sixteen point two is twenty five. Oh, thank <laughs> you! <laughs> wow. And fifty. Double under shoulders. Plus fifteen squat cleans at one thirty five for the men and eighty five for the women. Thirteen squat cleans at. 185 for the men. I got serious. Good job. 115 for the women. And 11 squat cleans at. 215. for the men. Oh, wow. <laughs> 145 for the women. Nine squat cleans Don't say 275. <laughs> 275. Oh, my God.
1: Travis is Travis is going right to touch now.
0: and go online. <laughs> Seven squat, please. At... 315. Well, that's where it ends. for the women. That's where it ends. If you cannot complete that in 20 minutes... No. Your score is the rest you complete at the 20 minute mark. If you can complete all of this in under 20 minutes... Your score is your total, total time at the point where you finish the 7th rep of the okay, uh,
1: 315 created shirt. So and you're
0: probably a bad, bad motherfucker if you get that Seriously. <laughs> <high. laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Misfit Podcast, episode 22.2. We are talking about 16.2 in the uh, Open Series. With us today... Mash Sherburn. And... Dale Crandall. Whoa! Look at Drew. Oh, if yeah. anyone can even recognize him. Hey guys, where the fuck did his hair go? I'm so sad about fell it. Fell out this morning. No beard, no hair. It's a whole new Drew, and he's not wow. sick anymore. Uh, I don't believe that. Well, that's a. That, I guess that's a different topic for a different day. Okay, before we get started, sixteen point two tickets are now on sale for the camp in Dubai. You heard about the announcement. If you're interested in making the trip. The other side of the world, or you live on the other side of the world from us, come see us in Dubai in April. Uh, other dates for the rest of the uh, tour will be announced very soon. Uh, next topic: Misfit Gear is now known as Sharpen the Axe. Yeah, so we've taken our uh, our motto for the last few years, and we've kind of just uh, put that into the the clothing line side of things for you guys. So it's it's going to be a a separate entity we have going on. Uh, Follow Sharpen the Axe on Instagram. That's where we'll post all the new gear, Um, and we know how much you guys like that stuff, so follow Sharpen the Axe. Keep an eye out for the new regionals purple shirt. Every year we release a purple shirt. Every year uh, you guys fill the stands with the purple shirts, and it's pretty cool, so we're going to keep that going this year, and hopefully we have the uh, baddest shirt we've ever made ready for you guys. So that's that. I'm not going to waste any more of your time. 16.2. What do you guys think?
2: looks pretty fun i'm excited to do it um i think the the toes to bar will get grippy by the end you know if you're watching the guys tonight they as they got towards the later rounds toes to bar went from big sets to very small sets pretty quickly you know as we get to the 12 and 16 minute mark uh, the squat cleans look like fast singles until it gets heavy and then it's just staying but you know, get back on the barbell as fast as you can not walk away from the bar spend less time chalking belting up all that stuff so it's staying staying moving the entire time
1: I think that you would have to do something very, very wrong at the beginning to fuck this up and not show what your score is just going to be. I think that you'd have to come out flying, be super inefficient, um, and just run yourself into the wall. Otherwise, I really think that this is, a, this is one of those ones that you could redo four different ways and end up with almost the exact same score.
0: That's true. but If we look at 16.1, how many people fucked it up by running right out of the gun? minute minute the first round and just collapsed and had to do it two or three times so um i mean for me we just watched uh bjorkvin and dan bailey do it and you know they they were pretty smart about it they had fast first rounds but how many people are going to try to emulate their speed for the first round and maybe not give themselves a shot um or maybe the squat cleans catch up with them to me for the the um person trying to make maybe the first appearance at regionals or maybe they're like a lower level regionals athlete not not quite a games athlete i think it's more of a conditioning thing than a strength thing for a lot of people i think that the conditioning the heart rate will be what gets you not because you start failing squat cleans for the majority of people that's you're, what you're i think step it back
2: and think about whether or not you can pick that bar back up because your heart rate's too high not because you can actually squat clean it or not
0: that's how i feel yeah
2: how slow can you go
1: in round one you're trying to game it a little bit. How special you really Unfortunately
2: go? missed the first round, but I'm guessing you can go pretty comfortably you know, you can get somewhere around three minutes, give yourself an extra minute in that next round. I don't really think it gets too well, challenging.
0: Who, who can go three minutes? Because now we're talking to a whole variety of people here. Like the games athletes were two and a half. Who's going three comfortably? And, and that five minutes really gives them enough padding to move on from that big jump from 135 to 185. Who can do three minutes? Or, or? I feel
2: like anybody in that top 50 to 75, maybe even 100, the top 100 in each region, have a chance to give themselves that extra minute to move through that workout pretty steadily. Okay. I think if you're, you're not so steady with these movements, if you go too hot, like Drew said, if you are super inefficient, you're toes-to-bar, and then around two, you go back up to the pull-up bar, and you do your toes-to-bar, you're like, oh, shit, I can only do five at a time, or I'm doing singles. You screwed yourself. So it's about being smart in the toes-to-bar early on. Um, staying relaxed in the double unders, and then staying steady in the squat cleans. I don't think they have to be touch and go, but I think you got to be steady the entire time.
0: Yeah. So you guys talked about toaster to bar. What What would you kind of say to everybody about the importance of the toaster to bar, like breaking them up, how you should move, all that stuff?
1: Well, what's cool about what we just saw is one person had the right back swing, and one person had the right front half of toaster to bar. So if you take Bjorgvin's back swing, toes pointed, feet together creating a lot of potential energy in his hip swings up through and then you see Dan get those knees and feet really tucked up nice to the chest and then the flick of the feet. So if you combine those two and Dan actually did it on a lot of reps, he just seemed to kind of change what he was doing at the bottom of a little bit once he got tired. So if you kind of put those two styles together, we feel that that's the most efficient that you can be. And in terms of your capacity, again, I really think that as long as you don't screw up round one, um, you're going to know when to break on those toes to bar. Um, I don't think that strategizing and saying before the workout starts, like, I'm doing 10-10-5, and then in the second round I'm doing X, Y, and Z, like, I, I think people could get themselves into a bad position if they tried to do it that So way.
0: how do you strategize that first round, Then, if that's important for setting the pace for the rest of it, how do you make sure that you don't either, A, come out too hot, or B, overpace it, and then you have really no extra time going to the next round, especially with the toes-to-bar being such a major factor. Last year in fifteen one, coming back this year, that's how you're starting it with a, a pretty substantial set. How do you know or how do you make that decision on how you approach it?
2: I say hopefully you've done enough toes-to-bar throughout the season that you know what a comfortable number is for you, whether that's 5, 10, 15, or even 20. Maybe you do all 25 the first set, but I think it's about playing with the movements. So you've done EMOMs all season. You've done... You know, countless workouts with 12s, 15s, 18s, 21s. Even mock regionals had 21 toes-to-bars twice. I think that's a good indication of whether or not you're, you know, ready to do big sets or small sets. It's just about keeping, you know, steady whether or not you're doing a big set or a small set. As long as you're not resting on the floor, you're going to give yourself plenty of time to give you an extra minute or an extra 90 seconds for the next round.
1: I mean, if you're a toes-to-bar freak, I don't see anything wrong with doing the first round unbroken. Um, I think probably when we you know, break from this and talk to our athletes individually, there's going to be a lot of people that we're going to say – 15 and 10 and then there's actually going to be a lot of people that were going to say let's get three sets in there and just make it short yep um a lot of it is just about that like mentality during that first round can you keep mentally composed throughout the round so that the heart rate doesn't spike so that you don't kind of freak out when you start round two i think if you breeze through it even if you do it quickly if you can kind of keep that just that like put off the gas just a little bit. You're going to learn a lot about the workout in that first round and then I think the rest of it's going to kind of take care of itself.
0: And toaster bar definitely don't have the same like demand as the chest bar from last week where the chest bar even a set of 8 was really getting the heart rate jacked up. Um, but people proved last week that uh, just breaking up the chest bar into two sets of 4 was one way that they were able to keep their heart rate really far down. So um, there's a bunch of ways to approach the, the toe-to-bar if you do break them up into bigger sets You just have to commit to jumping right back up when you do come down What I
2: think is really important the to toes-to-bar too is you know if you stay efficient you keep your hip flexors fresher So if you do have to retest this because I think this is something you could do more than once That you don't crush your hip flexors on on Friday and then try to do it again on like Saturday or Sunday And you just don't have a speaking from personal experience. No okay. Never had sore hip flexors ever or been really bad at toes-to-bar. i have always been really good at them. So Good. Yeah, So I just think being smart about it and making sure that you're efficient in your toes to bar and that you're not roasting your hip flexor. And if you do you know, this on Friday, that you take care of yourself so you can ready yourself for a second attempt if necessary.
0: Cool. Double
2: unders. What
0: do we have to say about double unders at this point? Don't use your shoulders and calm the fuck down.
2: Yeah, do right. you stay bounding in your toes? You're not bouncing all over the gym and you're you know, breathing while you're doing them. You'll be in good shape to pick the bar right up and get right to work. I mean, there's not much, no real secrets to double unders.
0: For the best athletes, can they use this as a form of recovery if they're efficient enough?
2: Absolutely. I mean, I, what I think about is the, uh, the was the triple threes from the games where the athletes were breaking the 300 double unders into sets of 50 and you could see them. They're, like, they're not burning through 50 as fast as they can. They're finding a, a steady pace so that when they jump the jump rope, or drop the jump rope for the 300, they can take off on that run. So I think recovery is something that's important during this uh, 50 double unders.
1: I think that mentality extends back to the toast <clears throat> bar as well. I really think that the people that can stay calm and not freak out about the workout from there to there so that they can set themselves up to Squat, clean it, step back, squat, clean it, step back, right. squat, clean it, step back. Step
2: back. What are you talking about? Pick the bar right back up. Yeah, biggest
0: thing for me. Boy, that's aggressive. Pick that bar back up. No, I won't. We'll
1: uh, have a little video of Sherb for you guys tomorrow. Yeah, we'll seriously. We'll see how well he does. See that. how far Picking he steps away out. from I the ball. I will be sweaty.
2: I'll be really efficient. It'll be amazing.
0: Right. Yeah, and uh, just kind of piggybacking on what both you guys said, the uh, – the being calm with the double under. It's it's not a tense movement. Your whole body shouldn't be locked up. You shouldn't be swinging wildly with your arms. It's it's a very relaxed, like focused, just calm. Get through it. Keep breathing, and you can actually really make a, a big difference in the rest of the workout if you can do that each time that that you approach the the rope. So, cool. Double unders are done. Squat cleans, pace. Any, is there? All right, let me just say this. Is there any room for touch and go in this workout? Is, should I anyone mean, consider touch and go I'm gonna other say than no. desperation I'm gonna at say, the end or whatever? Yeah, I
2: mean, maybe desperation at the end if you're at the 225 bar and you're like, damn, I just want to get a couple extra reps to push myself close to that next level. Realistically, the only person that's going to argue with us is Travis. He's going to say that you're an idiot it's for not doing touch and go the entire workout. I realistically think it makes sense to do this as singles. It's going to keep your heart rate lower. The time and retention is going to be way less. It's going to keep your heart rate lower, allow you to go back to the the toes-to-bar without smoking your
1: grip. There are just some people... That feel more comfortable with touch and go. I don't know what the hell it is. I don't know why we could put two athletes side by side and tell them each to do five. One's touch and go. One's drop and reset. We've done this with athletes before to try to prove it. They don't care. So if you're one of those athletes, you have to take the mentality of what we talked about with the toes to bar and the double unders. If you want to go touch and go, it can't be frantic. It has to be smooth. If you go spasm mode, you're just crushing your heart rate for no reason. Right. And then you're just gonna have to wait the amount of time that you beat someone by just doesn't recover. just doesn't
0: add up. Right. So yeah, any any ground gained from going touch and go will have to be spent basically with your hands on your knees gasping for You forever. have to be
2: super efficient like Drew said. If you can't be efficient in touch and go, that just makes, makes sense to me. You're gonna smoke your grip, you're gonna get your heart rate up. It's just to me that's a bad decision. But again, some athletes will choose to do it.
0: Yeah. Anything else about the movements that uh, our our fans should know? I think it's
1: important on the squat cleans for people to realize that at the lighter weights, they need to save their pull. Um, You know, uh, here we call it the the Metcon clean, where you almost exaggerate power position and get a little extra bend to your legs because there's no legs in this workout, really. Right. So, well, obviously. The 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 squat squat cleans. The squat. But getting so far into power position where you really have that knee bend so that you can barely extend it all and drop under the bar. I mean you can even do that with two twenty five. There's a lot of right. athletes that can do that with two twenty five, especially if they have shorter arms. So if you're going to you know, we have some athletes here that keep frying their low backs out because they overextend and they're yep. clean. Um and you obviously with double unders and toaster to bar, your pull is is huge. So
0: um so uh, focus on speed under and use that bounce versus yes. pulling
1: pulling on the bar every time. Absolutely. Get in, get into that exaggerated power position really vertical and just drop down and stand back up.
2: If you over pull early on, you need that pull later on for the 275 and 315, right. you're going to be in trouble. So right. being smart about that early on is going to save you.
0: And the combination of uh, needing that pull with the grip that's fried from the toaster bar, it's not going to be pretty if you can't get around the bar. No, back. it's going
2: to be a lot like the people who try to max their clean jerk at the end of last year's 151A, whereas uh, like... Hold on for dear life, and hopefully I can play. Wait, do you mean all the to... people that PR'd at the end of that? I'm saying, but I'm, even still, you have to, like, everything I got right now to grab that bar and try to get myself underneath it. It's going to be the same kind of thing towards the end. You're right. You're right.
0: Predictions, top score. What's the? I guess, what the, what's the fastest time now? It's already been finished, so what's I mean, the fastest time? Dan
2: did it in 19, what, 40? or something? 50? All right. 50? I mean, I'm thinking about the people who finished near the podium. I feel like uh, <laughs> low 18. Well, the two of Like, them low just, 18 would be... Two, two of them just... Those That was third and fourth right. in the game. Yeah. So. I mean, I think the low 18s for someone who can squat clean really well and is efficient with toes to bar. Wow,
0: thanks for that. Yeah. Great. Low 18s, well, my guess. Okay. You're saying who? who? So, no, no, just okay. w- just what's the score. And if you want to throw a who out there, I mean, you can do that. But Man, I feel like Matt, Fraser can, Matt Frazier can do this. do really good at this workout. Yeah, I feel like Matt Frazier can do this low, low
2: 18s, my guess.
0: Matt Frazier, okay, interesting. What do you think?
1: Right around 18 minutes.
0: 18 minutes, who? Who does it?
1: Um, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Trevi. Um, I think Rich and Ben can. Oh man, that'd be a good um, race. Uh,
0: <laughs> to me, the girls' weights don't stack up to the guys' weights.
1: I am. I've never been great at predicting predicting the girls. Well, we were wrong last week. One week I was wrong one, last one, week. One week they'll be like a hundred reps over, and right. one week they'll be thirty under. And I can't seem to figure out what the movements are. I know. A lot of times it is the toaster to bar. Um you know, girls are really good at toast to bar. Um, you know, lighter, a little bit lighter body weight, they have an easier time holding on. Um so maybe this is one of the ones where the girls, you know, one of the top girls throws out a seventeen and a half to start and it's like, oh crap. That's fast.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna say like eighteen fifteen. That's what I'm gonna say. 18.15 is gonna be top score. That's fast. <laughs> yep. Anything else?
2: I can't think of anything. I think we've covered it all. Wow, are you sure? Pretty close. All of it. it all.
0: I think so. We're gonna think of something as soon as we're done. and Be like, wait, but it's, then we'll just post it on Instagram. Isn't it, isn't it
1: cool though? I mean, I know that that we have some athletes that don't like that red line, um, but isn't it kind of cool that there's—I mean, there's a few—that <laughs> um, this is one of those workouts where you kind of get 20 minutes to get this work done and like. Like I said, I really don't think you can fuck this up other than just by not being in shape, or just moving terribly. Like this is one of those ones where, like, you know, it's a computer that spits out, "Hey, this is how fit you are."
0: Yeah, so you know, I mean, you could definitely be inefficient in the the totem bar, struggle to keep tripping on the double unders, and then just not, you know, take your time and set up on the cleans or just go touch and go, and you could really ruin your first attempt, or at least get to the point where you redline to where you shouldn't or you won't get as far as you could get. And, I mean, you have to be pretty stupid, but people are going to do that. Right. It's going to happen. Right. Yeah. It's going to happen. I mean, our athletes are going to do this more than once because they're going to realize they made one of those mistakes in the process. Someone's going to do it. Or because
1: two squat cleans could be 30 place, you know, 100
0: that 100 places. Absolutely. Yeah, so Especially turns, at the heavy a, bars. Yeah. 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 All right. Very good. So that's it for uh, our review of 16.2 and podcast 22.2. We will see you guys next week. Thanks. Peace.